Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Well, welcome back everybody. Bob Stoffer with you. It's 1233 at Edmonton. On Oilers Now, guests on our show receive guest certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Rebecca and the staff over at Roos Chris will take care of business for you. Uh, at 9990 Jasper Avenue, Roos Chris Edmonton was the 99th Roos Chris opened. Little known fact. And it's on 99th Street in a city where they had a guy that wore number 99. That's pretty good. This is Oilers. What's that? Yeah, let me turn that. Well, wait a sec here. i got to turn your mic up. There we go. It is Stoffer Inspector for our friends at Horse Racing Alberta. 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing industry. Last week was the Canadian Derby spec. Uh, I made my way over, and uh, they changed a couple of the things from past years. Um, this was the last year that the Canadian Derby will be at Northlands. Yes. And uh, I know there was a lot of feedback on some of the price points, and I don't want to embarrass uh, certain groups as a result of that, of which Horse Race in Alberta would have uh, none of the uh, responsibility for setting prices on things. But one of the things that changed is kids were not allowed in the infield anymore. Because there, for people that don't know, mm-hmm. you can get to the infield at Northlands. There's an underground walkway that can get you there, and they yeah, change. That's how you get there. That's how you get there, right? So they used to have a, a, a spiel set up for a couple thousand people as part of the race. And, um, and, and anyhow, it's it's uh, it was a certain sad degree uh, to see that being the last Canadian Derby ever at Northlands. But there will be uh, bigger and better things on the horizon with a new building, with a new partner oh, yeah. moving forward. And uh, more on that at a later date. I think you and me are both looking forward to it. Yeah, I, I think that as horse racing goes in this city, uh, when that new park opens, uh, it's going to be like going from Rexall to Rogers. Right. right. I don't do miss Rexall even no. a tiny little bit, not for a second. No, right? it I don't. lived its day. It overlived its day. It was ready to be retired. I think the same can be said for the uh, racetrack at Northlands. It was a hell of a venue for a long, long, long time. Time for something new and bold, and that's what's getting. You know what? I, I felt for maybe some of the people that uh, didn't course. didn't transition into the new building, right? Uh, but I will tell you, there. You know, not that I'm a clean freak, but uh, occasionally I would place rock star. Uh, uh, empties in certain spots and see how long in the old building it would take for them to be removed <laughs> from those locations. Bob, what do you like, a squirrel? Uh, <laughs> maybe more like a yeah. silent shopper. <laughs> silent shopper. I like that. Okay. <laughs> and it wouldn't surprise people how long it oh, took yeah. in some cases. No, no Northlands, uh, uh, Rexall Place, 
was was done. It was awesome. I remember being at the very first event in there. As by my recollection, it was not a hockey game. It was a celebration of the Eskimos coming home from a Grey Cup that they had lost. I remember my parents. Nineteen seventy-three. I think it was seventy-three. Yeah. Went there. Who'd they lose to? Ottawa. Yeah. Tom Wilkinson and Bruce Limmerman both got hurt in that game. Okay. So they lost. Charlie Brandon. Charlie Brandon was one of the big stars for Ottawa. He, he might have won the top Canadian in that game. Now I'm not sure if he was Canadian. Never heard of him. Uh, well, anyways, that's that, what I remember is that Wilkie and Limmerman both got both banged. Hurt in that game. They so both who goes in. Dave Symes. I can't. You know what? I'm, maybe somebody can text us at one of the old time. We have some old timers. We got a you know wide range of listenership. The younger guys they listen to the podcast now. Yeah, I, I, you know, we're Patrick Bowers engineering today's show, and he knows he's got to get those podcasts up right oh, away because because right yeah. the the younger guys that's how they listen. They say, "Hey, I'm listening on my time, not your time, Stoffer." So that's how this yeah. works. But maybe some of the uh, folks from our older generation can remember. You know who I think Gary Lafave had to maybe he was take a punter in third. Street, I think uh, he. I think well, he was a wide receiver and I, 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 and the punter and a punter, and I think he had to take some snaps at one point. Well, that could be somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. Where's Halsey when you need him? He probably all you had to do back then was hand the ball off to Sam Scarber. 1973. <laughs> I think Roy Bell was here by 1973. And I too? think Scarborough left after the 72 season. I don't know, man. So, Who remembers this stuff? Uh, you know what? Actually. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> Holy cow. So, hey, but is it on days like this? Tell me this, Mark. Uh, because, uh, you know, I was listening to Jesperson all morning. And I don't do that all yeah, the time. I but, was as well. But uh, today I do. Uh, today I was. And is it days on this that you appreciate that we work in the line of business that we work in? You know, privileged enough to, to work in this. What a brand Griffiths used to call us the toy department. Toy of department, yeah, that's it, what they called it in newspapers for many, many years. Right. Um, you know? Uh, yes and no. I mean, uh, as a journalist, I love to sink my teeth into a day like this. If you're a news writer today, yeah. if, you're a, if you're a ledge writer today, boy, it's a big day. It's a big day. Everybody's reading you. Everyone wants to know what's going on. It's an important day. Um, it's kind of like when the Oilers make a big trade, when they're in the playoffs, and sure. every day is just your boss can't get enough content, like, and nor can the reader or the listener. Well, let's go back to June 30th, 2016. You know, the Oilers traded Taylor Hall for uh, Adam Larson that day, and uh, our show was noon to tune. We went to 4.30. Oh, for sure. And I got six calls between 4.27 to 4.45 before I got over to the office. Yeah, and how does how <laughs> right? during And those calls run? were about as... Those are those were important calls. Those oh, were not sure. those were one calls that you take, not that yeah. you sit there and hang up on or, or ignore. And during a playoff run, I mean Reed will take the post game show sure. as late as he can, can go. What's interesting is our numbers stop. our numbers for the show, which are very competitive relative to the other shows in the city, uh, our numbers for the show were pretty much consistent last year during the hot drive down the stretch in spring mm-hmm. and this past year when the orders were out of it in the spring, which no, you know, people you know, need their orders fixed, man. Well, they they do, and they do. you know what? It's well, let's uh, give them some. Let's give them some. So let's anyway. So anyways, what you're saying is, as a journalist, today would be an interesting day oh, yeah. if you were in that in that line of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As an Albertan, it's a it's a weird day, you know. I mean, listen, we're all affected. Like, I got a house for sale. Right? Yeah. Literally, the oil patch which I have nothing to do with right. dictates what my house is going to be worth. You know, like it or not. If you don't like that, don't come to Alberta. I'm born and raised here. I get it. Yeah, I'm not complaining about it. I get yeah, right. it. Because if the old badge is good, guess what? My house goes up. So 
but we are all affected by the decision made today, and, and so do you it's think not it's over. We're in like the second quarter of a football game here, right. Bob. At some point, you know, hopefully a compromise can get reached here so hmm. we can uh, get things moving you forward. I certainly think so. Right. And, you know, there's a reason why that song, Money, opened the show today. So figure out what I was saying there. Yeah, you can a little text- bit of Floyd off the top. Yeah. I thought we were going to talk about, you know, bush parties and... Uh, High school football. Bush parties, like parties for yeah, well, President Bush? When or? did we listen to Floyd? We were back in high school, man. Maybe you did. Oh, are you kidding? Only every album. Yeah. Well, that Money song played for... It's a, actually, and I think it's played for every single financial show that's ever been on television. Yeah, probably. Ever since. No one right. plays Animals. Why, don't, why doesn't anyone play anything off the Animals Floyd record, Bob? Oh, I thought you were talking about the band. No, What's, no, no, no. Come on. 1241 in Edmonton, Stoffer Inspector again for HRA. So here we are, Mark. This is the last show on a Thursday that you're going to do because we're going to go back to regular scheduling starting next week. Because really, the boys get back in town first week of September. That's how it works. After Labor Day weekend, it's hockey season. Right. And they skate. They're going to skate out the community arena. Uh, We're going to talk to the guy that's going to run some of those. Ian Herbers is coming up today at 135. He's been uh, brought because you cannot have your NHL coaching st- so the players need a guy that can run practice of course. in this situation. This Remember when Kevin Primo used to have that no, Primo man. camp? At the U of A? Uh, yeah. I remember I saw Kelly Buckberger and Bill Ranford get into it one time. Like, yep. oh yeah, it was like... Bucky, I believe, uh, sizzled one past Billy Ranford's ear yeah. in mid-August. Early <laughs> September. Early well. September. And, <laughs> and, uh, or should it? And Billy came out and chased him around and the so arena. Should. With the stick. Yeah. He did the same thing with Ticken in one time at a regular season practice in How about last Rexall, year? How, so. Last year, I mean, Packer in it, drilling Talbot up. And the second time, he and we were having a conversation up top, and Gene was filming it. And uh, I was not very pleased with it. Mm-hmm. I like Ilro a lot as a guy. But when you're the fourth line winger, don't hit the goalie in the head and practice with a shot. Uh, and every, you know what, it's, it's never the first one. Right, the first one right. might get the stink eye, yeah. but it's the second one. And like, he had a tendency of shooting high in practice. He had a hard shot too. He could he could shoot it. Terrific guy. Where would he go? KHL. He's over in Europe. Yeah. Which team? I don't know which team. In the Come game. on, Bob. I know the guys. You know the, the seventy-two Eskimos. Seventy-three. Running back, Seventy-three. But you don't know where Packerine. I'm a little disappointed. Are you? By the way, I met Sam Scarber on the plane a couple of years ago. Oh, did you? Because uh, he was on the dating game. Get the heck out of here. I'm serious. He was a Sam guest because he played for like the San Diego Chargers after. He did, yeah. Right? Yeah, he was on like the dating game in the mid-70s. Back in the Mac Heron days and the, yeah, yeah, man. Right? all those old-time old Jerry ma- Keeling and Cal. You know, uh, Jeff Perlman has put out the book Boys Will Be Boys, uh, which is one of the greatest books ever. Mm-hmm. about uh, NFL, uh, about the Dallas Cowboys in their prime. And all uh, the fun they used to have. Jeff is committed to doing our show next week, and we're going to oh, coordinate it on the day where you here. He's got a new book out of the USFL, and if you hit your phone right now... He does. You- Football for a Buck, The Crazy Rise and Crazier Demise of the USFL uh, by Jeff Perlman. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Ed Willis out in Vancouver wrote did, 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 a real good book in the WHA, and it just told all the funny stories. And the minute I saw Jeff had done this on the USFL, it's got to be the same deal. I'm going to tell you right now. string operation, and I'll bet you they had a ton of good fun. Following Jeff on Twitter, mm-hmm. I would suggest to you that that book will not portray Donald Trump in a very positive light. Yeah, that's fair. And Donald Trump owned the New Jersey Generals. He signed it? Herschel Walker and Doug Flutie. Doug Flutie, yeah. I mean, those were big-time guys back in the day. You can text us at 630-630, tweet us at orders. By the way, who's your favorite player in the WHA all time? My favorite 
Uh, WHA. I was a big Don Smokey McLeod fan, I have to say. Who else? I kind of liked. Well, I mean, he could handle a pow. He could handle a puck for a goalie. Old first goalie I ever saw as a very young child uh, on a PK. They passed the puck back to their goalie. He hung onto it for a while and then sizzled it down the ice and hit the end boards in the air. Like I thought, oh, I didn't know goalies could do that. I thought Smokey could. I like Jimmy Harrison. He was a pretty good player. Okay. Pretty good. I mean, a ten-point game. You can't be crappy and have a ten-point game. Ten-point game, <laughs> right? Yeah, no. There's all kinds. That's kind of like hitting. Morris Lukowicz was a really good player. Yeah, sniper for the Jets, and yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, I had a lot of time for uh, Jimmy Harrison back in the day. You ever read his book? We had no. a guy. There was a uh, guy wrote a book about the fact that Jim Harrison was his idol growing up as a kid. Really? Oh yeah, it was a terrific book, and we okay. had we had him on. But uh, Jim Harrison. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Jim Harrison indirectly was involved in bringing down Alan Eagleson, uh, though he didn't personally benefit from As some would know, Alan Eagleson was supposed to be representing Jimmy Harrison in a uh, settlement, injury settlement with the Chicago Blackhawks, and Harrison uh, would later find out that Alan Eagleson backdoored a deal with Bill Wirtz, where he got a little bit of payolish, and the Hawks paid less than they should have on Harrison. And that was part of what ended with Conway and all those other reporters, what started the eventual yep. downfall down the road. Yeah, Russ Conway is the, sort of was the point man on that. Rich Winter was involved in that as well. Yeah, he'll tell you. Oh, yeah. He'll Just tell, ask him. He'll tell you. <laughs> now we're getting this fact fired up. It is 1245. Hey, I've had my moments with Rich, too. So 1246, Edmonton. Uh, what do you want to hit on when we come back on the well, Let's talk about some of the uh, new names since you and I were together behind the microphone. Uh, Garrison, Upshaw, a couple guys coming into town. Jerebic. Yeah, is it? Uh, I talked to a. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. A Czech friend of mine, he calls it Yarabic. Jarabic, uh, when we return on Oilers <laughs> Now. <laughs> All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, you can text us at any time at uh, 6.30, 6.30. Topher, out of Red Deer. Am I sitting at a dive bar listening to two old roosters blab on about the good old days, or is this show about the Oilers? That one comes to us from Topher. Bob, when was the last time you had to pay for a hockey ticket? It isn't affordable to take kids to an NHL game in Edmonton. That comes to us from a different texter in uh, Red Deer. It's it's way cheaper. To, he adds, it's way cheaper to go to the States to go to a game. Well, the point I'm making is there's going to come a point here with no return for Gary Bettman in Arizona. That is not a sustainable scenario long-term when an organization is losing $50 million. Uh, Mark, a couple more. Uh, this Oh, this text from Slave Lake regarding today's news with Kinder Morgan. Compromise, Bob. B.S. The government should invoke the non-withstanding clause and get it done. This text comes in saying at least one guy knows sports and doesn't kiss the Oilers' butt. 
thanks to Mark Spector uh, for coming into the show. Well, thank you for that. Uh, we try to be as fair as possible, but I read your text, and anytime you want me to kick the crap out of you, have a little discussion <laughs> on sports, I'll <laughs> gladly do it, because trust me, I can. I'm Mr. Nice Guy 99% of the time, but uh, if you really want me to shred you and embarrass you, I can. I've got that ability. Uh, just, uh, I'm only half joking there. Keep us honest. This texter comes in here just uh, when the listeners hear Bob going on to a summer soccer rant. We're all comfortably numb with Pink Floyd. There hey. we go. And what do you two old roosters know about Darnell Nurse? Why isn't Darnell Nurse signed yet? Oh, my. Two old roosters. I like that. The guy's sitting in the dive bar listening to the radio. I'm a little concerned about that. He's not. He's sitting in his combine in the middle of uh, out near Red Deer. He's t- the guy texts us 23, 23, 23 times a day. He texts the show. Well, maybe he is combining then. That's pretty boring work. There's a lot of people, like I say, we got two of the best jobs going, Spec. We know that. We get it, all right? Uh, first of all, Darnell Nurse, this is... I, I, is he going to be there for the start of the regular season? Yes. Okay? How many of these guys, how many of these guys over the last five or six years, these restricted free agents that are on bridge deals, how many of these guys ultimately miss games during the regular season? Very few. Oh, no question. Um, you know, the, the law of averages says he gets back no problem. But uh, frankly, this should be an easier deal to do. Now, what we don't know is what, you know, is did Anton Thun, uh, Darnell Nurse's agent, uh, change his ask after Andre Sekera got hurt? That could be true. Maybe the number went way up. Uh, is Pete Chiarelli squeezed with the money he can spend? Are we? Are we? Is this deal taking so long because they spend an extra million on a backup because they threw an extra couple hundred thousand at, you know, Yerabek because along the way he's managed to spend a couple few extra hundred thousands here and there and here and now is that why we're squeezed on Darnell Nurse? That could also be true, Bob. Three to three point three million on a two-year bridge AAV. Okay, well, that's that's what it comes down to. And you know what? If obviously I, that's not enough for the um, nurse camp. Huh? Well, right. well, we'll see. We'll see what gets done. I mean, what would you? Okay, put put your GM hats on. Your GM hat on here, mm-hmm. Spec. What would you pay him? Yeah. I would bridge him. Oh, I would for sure bridge him. Uh, this this organization spent too much time giving away seven eight year deals to people here. Well, wait wait a sec here. The cleft bomb deal is. I'm going to tell is you right now. It's is got. It? It, is it? It has. You could. Is it? You could. You could move that contract tomorrow. If yeah. You right. Want. If he plays healthy, you can. If he's healthy, you Mark. Can I am telling you right now that is a contract that 30 other teams would grab Oscar Clefbaum away from the Oilers if they could. Okay. Whatever the number was, he wasn't worth it last year, Bob. Four or two, point. Or two years ago, or two years before that, when he was also hurt. Okay. And if he's hurt all year this year, guess what? He won't be worth it again. Texas at 630-630. Do you believe that there would be a multitude of NHL franchises that would be interested in Oscar Clefbaum? Right? Spec wants to give him away. I don't want to give him away. I never said that. I said, in fact, what I'm telling what? you is when he's healthy, it's a hell of a contract. But he's unhealthy more often than he's healthy. And that's good. What, what I'm telling you is that there's 30 other teams in the league that would like to get that player at that price point. Okay. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say there's 30 other teams in the league that would like Chris Russell's contract. Mm-hmm. No, that's not the case. But because there's an offensive dimension to Clefbaum's game, he plays yep. 22 minutes a game. There are 30 other teams in the league. That would take him at that number. That is th- That would take him at that number. You know, you know what? Adam Larson, for what he does at 4.2 on a six-year deal, there's lots of teams sure. that the, the problem Nurse has is he's. I don't think he's ever going to put up the points 
to get into that $5 million plus range. I mean, this is why, you know, I assume their ask is around the $4 million mark. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's a bridge deal. It's two years. So he's now got two years to prove that he's the player that you just described. He's got two years to go out. First of all, the, the tracks are clear on the blue line here. If he wants to be a number three defenseman in Edmonton, he can be. Right? Oh, yeah. Sector oh, yeah. is not here. Yeah. Uh, the defense is pretty lean in the top three. You know, they got a whole bunch of depth guys here in Edmonton, but they don't have many top end guys. So if Darnell Nurse is thinks and he's a $5 million guy, I, I, I'm, I'm tracks be open, man. Be I, a $5 million guy. I'm going to be interested uh, to know what our listeners think right now. And you can text us at 630, 630 on our Westlock Ford text line. I think the Oilers have three top four defensemen right now. I think Clefbaum's a top four defenseman. I think Nurse is a top four defenseman. And I think that uh, Adam Larson is uh, no worse than a second pairing right shot defenseman because he's and he's got a okay. defined role. So Let they me have to define this for you. How many top two defensemen do they have? You can make an argument they don't have any. You could make an argument okay. they don't have any. But I, I would, and you know what? If if Clefbaum picks up because uh, he, he's going to start the year in the first unit power play, okay. So if he gets back to being a twelve goal, thirty five to forty point guy. Even then, I mean, you know, you know who's a you know who's a top pairing defense. Dougie Hamilton was a top pairing defenseman in Calgary. They traded him. Now, what pairing did Noah ha- Noah Hannafin play in last year? Because I did not know this until okay. I was under the assumption he was in the second pairing most of last season. Okay. And I had a guy, Darcy McLeod, a.k.a. Wood guy, and he was on another show in the city, but we talk a fair amount. And I I did not know this that he actually played third pairing minutes the majority of the year. I'll just call well, up uh, Carolina's ice time. He, he he played about 650 minutes, even okay. strength, in the third pairing with Trevor Van Riemsdyk. I had no idea. I'd assumed that he was in the second pairing with uh, Justin right. Falk all year. But he was in the third pairing. Okay. And so that was that was interesting to me. But I believe the Oilers have three top four defensemen. Okay. So yes or no? Sure. Give me a thought on that. Texas at 630, 630. Is that a fair? Is that a fair? No question. No question. Like and that's all I'm prepared to grant right to now. Me, to me, it's semantics. You're saying they got three top four defensemen. I'm saying to you, I'm not sure they don't have three second pairing defensemen. We're right? not disagreeing. We're, we're not disagreeing. Same thing. Now, can you live with that? Uh, you know, here's what I would say. If Oscar Clefbaum's healthy, he'll be a... I mean, first of all, let's get this straight. He is not... A number one defenseman in the NHL. No. Oscar Kleffbaum is Bart, there's guy. 15 I'm number one D-men in the NHL. I realize that. Maybe 16, maybe 40, whoever you... Right. I've had this discussion. Uh, but he's the Oilers' number one. So that's what he is. He's the Oilers' number one. And if he is healthy and gives you 80 games, uh, Oscar Kleffbaum will service just fine as a poor man's number one. He'll get you through. Right? He got him through two years ago. He was healthy. He played well. He defends okay. He skates real good. Got a shot. It's all there. But the minute his game falls off a little bit, and he's because of injury, now you're in trouble because you don't have a In fairness to the guy, he played 22 minutes a game last year. Yeah, but he was hurt all year, Bob. Well, you know that. He was hurt all year. Yep. His shoulder was no good. He couldn't shoot it all year. He had surgery at the end of the year. It's not his fault. Right. It's his problem. Yeah, right? he's, been, he's, he's been hurt three of the last four yeah, seasons. It's he's his dealt, problem. He's dealt with some injuries here. Right. Good guy, plays hard, plays hurt. Right? He doesn't take a night off because he's hurt. Yeah. But the point is... He couldn't perform because he was hurt. So we, 
Now, can Benning be a top four defenseman? I'd say. Well, let's see, right? He's yeah, a I, pro. I, I'd, you know what? Po- yeah, positive, uh, positive, on. positive reinforcement. New guy coaching the D and Trent Yanni, who's brought some guys along. He's a third year pro, like well, he's a kid. Well, we'll see. There's lots there. I'm not putting a ceiling on him. How much older do you think uh, Benning is, or Clefbaum uh, is, than Benning, by the way? Well, I don't know. Not much. I, it wouldn't surprise me if we're talking an 18 month difference in age. 12:57 in Edmonton. Just for Mark Spector. There you go, baby. We will head off to a uh, global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. On a day like today, maybe we need to be comfortably numb. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.